0: Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the cross global media radio network. Visit CGMradio.com slash Bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. A few years back, Tom Brokaw wrote a great book called The Greatest Generation. And I'm uh, referring I recommend- to the World
1: War II generation, right?
0: Yeah, the generation that survived the Great Depression and then survived World War II and came out of that and rebuilt and uh, saved our society. country from the
1: tyranny of the Nazis and fascists.
0: Well, they saved Europe, you know. Yeah, really, they
1: saved the world from their tyranny. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, but it's a great book, and I would recommend it to anybody. Read that book, whatever you believe in or think you agree with. Read the book because it's just—he's a journalist, a well-known journalist, and he wrote this book. And it was his take on that particular generation, the greatest generation. Now, we're talking about contrasts and double standards. I would like to talk to you about the softest generation, which is where we're at now. It's the, you've offended me. It's you Yeah, know, they it's would get offended
1: if a fly flew by or an ant walked by.
0: I, and I probably, every time I'm on the show, offend somebody, but... Uh, we have a generation now that I'm quite concerned about. They're raised in a bubble. Everything is tanned and expected. What's the word we call uh, entitlement? And they're just like, you owe me. The world owes me. Hey, pal, the world doesn't owe you a thing. It was here before you. <laughs> uh, but it, I see it. You know, I see it in my own family, and I see it in young people today, and it's just, it's just troublesome that they wouldn't know how to survive the Great Depression or a world war or any hardship. Because it's just, uh, Which is too, too bad because the
1: administration that a lot of people from that generation put into power could be leading us toward another depression. We're certainly well, going into a yeah. recession, and I hope it doesn't get worse, but... Lots so gonna have to change. Oh yeah, well it's all Trump's fault, of course. Don't blame it on Trump. He's it's been gone for fault. two years, but of course it's all still his fault, naturally.
0: Fault. Or or it's global warming, which
1: yeah. is also his fault. <laughs> if your car gets a sure flat gonna... tire, Jim, it's because of global warming and it's Trump's fault. Yeah. Both reasons for your flat tire.
0: It, you know this just popped into my brain somebody sent me a video and it was the cliffs up, uh, above Blacks beach up there Torrey Pike, collapsing did you see that
1: no i didn't and that's not far from where it, this radio I, station is go ahead brendan Oh, i was
0: gonna say i did see it and uh, i was glad to hear that nobody was injured and everyone was noticing it was yeah, already just yeah. starting to fall so they already well, you know, did it, down, it so.
1: look to you brendan like <laughs> it happened because of global warming I, possibly <laughs> <laughs> all that sand possibly had, all right
0: it had to be well, well he, he said I looked at that and I said, well, you know, now the cliff is topless. So <laughs> people are afraid to do anything. They're, they're not responsible for anything. And everything hurts their feelings and offends them. To the point now where we have certain words that are kind of banned. There are words you cannot use. or Well, they say they're
1: use. banned, but the rest of us don't have to go along with it. When I hear of things being canceled, I'm saying, who says so? We could just say we're not going to put up with this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't. But you know what happens is if you um, are a, a public person and you say something, you're going to get blackballed. You're going to. Look say, again,
1: Jim. So you black, are a public person and you just did say something.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? take it all, go jump up up here. Uh, <laughs> or stand at the top of a cliff before it falls down. And I'm sorry, that was offensive. And I thank you, Brandon, for mentioning, I'm glad no one was hurt. But it was <laughs> My parting shot there was it was up above Black's Beach. So now even the cliff is topless. And, uh, so, <laughs> you'll,
1: Yeah, that is known as the uh, nude beach of San Diego. Yeah, yeah But yeah. if there's really and, global uh, warming and the sun is getting that hot there, then maybe that's not the best place for a nude beach. I don't know. Just saying. It was the
0: it was the wrath of Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Uh, boy, oh, boy. Or we maybe can, we just had a big uh,
1: storm like we sometimes have, and there was some erosion of the cliffs like we've been having since the beginning of time. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's, that's all there maybe, was to it.
0: Maybe, maybe stuff like that just happens. And it's part of natural course of things. And as far as the whole weather thing, because, you know, they really had to change the Terminology from global warming to global climate change. And I believe. Well, they go
1: back and forth. If you're having an exceptionally cold winter, well, of course, climate change. If it's a hot summer, well, then, yeah, well, of course, hot heat, global warming. They just switch the title depending on which one's more convenient.
0: It's cold when we're further away from the sun, and it's hot when we're close to the sun. And the climate changes every year. Sometimes I think they make this stuff up. I'm sure there's an agenda. There's There's a lot of sincere
1: people that really believe it, and then there are other people that are just making it up because it gives the government more control of our lives. No matter what, a couple of years ago it was, oh, because of COVID. You can't do this, you can't do that because of COVID. You have to stay home. You can't go to a movie theater. Why COVID? That may have just been a dress rehearsal for the Green New Deal. A lot of people have been suggesting Uh, that. I'm not the first, certainly.
0: I don't know. Speaking of COVID, I have a friend, and uh, in the last election, soon as it was over. She said, "I'm just going to get this out of the way. I voted for Biden." You know, and I said, well, well and, and what is it that he's done that really has impressed you in the last 47 years? Well, he's not Trump. Okay, and yeah,
1: exactly. Trump. Well, that's it. That was his whole platform. Yeah. Not only that, but Trump, Trump, Trump was a kid, and Biden was going to be the adult in the room. I
0: mean. Yeah, yeah. And, but why do you hate Trump? Is it because of what he's done for the economy? It's better than it's ever been? Is it because of the border security and the respect we're getting international? What is it about? Well, he's the jerk. Okay, so you voted based on that. Well, the same person I just saw, and she's a, she practices a Christian science. Which, by the way, is neither.
1: <laughs> no, no kidding. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's neither Christian nor yeah, science. It, they, they don't believe yeah. anything physical really exists. It's all an optical illusion. Yeah. Yes, that is not taught, not taught by Christianity, and that's not science. No.
0: But she practices this, and she's a pretty, uh, you know, she goes to church every weekend. But she got vaccinated, and she wears a mask all the time. And I think, well, now, wait a minute. If there's no sickness, no disease, it's all an illusion. Why are you wearing a mask? I don't,
1: I don't get it. I because of the old it. saying, actions speak louder than words. The way we act reveals how we truly feel and what we truly believe. Yeah.
0: So, so now I've probably offended all of our listeners who Christian science practitioners, all two of you. Jim, um, you couldn't
1: possibly offend any Christian scientists listening, because this radio station and this broadcast and these microphones and waves, they don't really exist. So None, none of it exists. Neither do well, their what, ears was, exist or their eardrums or the sound vibration. So who could possibly be offended by any of this?
0: Well, You know what the Christian science practitioner said when he died?
1: This ought to be good.
0: I'm not really dead, and it's not really hot here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very good.
0: (laughs) Okay, sorry. Now, back to the softest generation. This year is getting crazy. The National Football League, there used to be a team in the NFL in San Diego, but they are no longer in San Diego. They're also on vacation now. (laughs) Every every year, they do their version of the All-Star Game. It's called the Pro Bowl. Okay, it's a Pro Bowl. And this year, they're playing a flag football game.
1: Oh, of course, Jim, because if you tackle somebody, that's violence. <laughs> and we can't support violence, oh, Jim. God, you hurt my pinky. We get so uh, sensitive about everything.
0: <laughs> okay, now, this time, I'm going to say something. Hear me out, people. It's just an observation I have. But there's been a new phenomenon or pattern or practice in recent years, and it is the emotional support animal. Now, I love animals. My mom always had a dog. She you know, she lived by herself as a widow. Well, and in
1: hospitals, always when people it. are dying of cancer or something, or they're just in a hospital bringing yeah. dogs and cats, that can be very supportive. Oh, absolutely. So as far absolutely. as it goes, want, that's not yeah. a bad thing. No, I wanted to qualify that. But if you can't go grocery shopping with
0: taking your dog with you into the store the dog isn't healing your emotions you need to get therapy
1: well and there's been people that have walked into 7-elevens with pet alligators and people have gone on airplanes with their python snake and that's their emotional support animal so we've got to draw the line somewhere
0: well and what i do uh, because i don't have a dog or a cat but i take with me my emotional support animalized double double from in and out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jim, if your double double <laughs> relates to being a dog, then if your double double identifies as a dog, who is anybody around here going to tell you that it's not a dog?
0: I don't know. Well, it's made out of some animal somewhere along the line. <laughs> okay. but I'm
1: just, and all of that to say,
0: I understand the importance of having a pet and how that can really help a person. But if that's the only way you can function in society, I think you need more than a pet. I think you need some sort of help somewhere. Change the meds. Maybe they're not working. Uh, Maybe not a sure pet scan
1: or a cat scan I'm, is what they need.
0: I'm A cat scan. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you know, on that high note, it's just about time. Oh, so I do sorry. have to do one more Bill Clinton, though. Mister. Okay, okay, let's have Mr. it. Mr. President, can you tell us your opinion of Rwanda? Rwanda. I never met her. All right, on that one, (laughs) we will see you next time. And Jim, you're going to be back next week too, aren't you? Next week. All right, until then, this is Bob Siegel and Jim Barrier just making the obvious obvious.
0: The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.